Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, October the 22nd, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you to for such a time as this. It is Friday. It's the last day of my vacation officially. But I thank God for the time, the time of rest, the time to reflect, the time to kind of get my house in order uh, in more ways than one, a a time to really re-examine who I am and what is it that I truly desire in the years to come for me. And um, sometimes we have to do that. Sometimes we have to take some time away from the hustle and bustle called life and do some inner reflection um, about where we are, where we are spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. Um, There's nothing wrong with taking a step back and reexamining Uh, who you are and not only who you are, but whose you are at the time where we talk about um, mental health and mental health being really big and people really beginning to recognize how important it is to stay mentally and emotionally healthy. um, It's good sometimes to step away from the day to day and focus on you, not in a selfish way, but in a way that's going to ultimately make you better. Because when you're better spiritually, when you're better mentally, when you are better physically, financially, so on and so forth, you are also better to those around you. One of the things that my pastor would often say is that his relationship with God has a tremendous impact on his relationship with his wife. Because his wife gets the overflow of his fellowship with God. And what I have come to learn throughout the years, that is that that number one, that's true. When you are in alignment with God and you are in right standing with God and in good fellowship with God, meaning you are doing uh, your best to honor him and you are doing your best to please him. And even when you mess up, you understand the importance of living a lifestyle of repentance because we mess up every day. Let's be real in our thoughts, in our actions, in our words, and in our deeds, we mess up all the time. Um, But when we understand the importance of getting right back up, you know, dusting ourselves off, repenting and and getting right back in the race and not being bound by past mistakes, not being bound about how people see us and view us, only how God sees us and views us. So when that relationship vertically, right? When that vertical relationship is right, that all the horizontal relationships have to line up. They have to line up and not so much of 
everybody liking you, but you having the ability to deal with other people who can't stand you. You having the ability to still love other people who don't love you. You having the ability to still be respectful to other people who disrespect you. Because at the end of the day, you will never be held accountable to how people treat you. God is not going to hold us accountable to how people treat us. He doesn't care anything about that. The only thing he cares about you is how you, my son or my daughter, how do you treat other people? How do you care about other people? That's what we're going to be held accountable for. So just wanted to share that. Sometimes I'll start talking and the Holy Spirit will just shift me somewhere. And I have no idea who it's for or why I'm saying it because it's definitely not planned. But nonetheless, praise God anyway. Praise God for a new day. Praise God that we've seen 22 days of October. Praise God for what you do have. Not what you don't have, but what you do have. If you have your health and strength, even though it may not be as good as it used to be a decade ago, right? Praise God that you have breath, that you're still living and breathing in this world. You know, you may not be making the amount of money that you desire to make, but praise God that you're making money, that he's given you the ability to get wealth. You know, praise God that, you know what, you may not be married, uh, but praise God that you have relationships, that you've got friendships that you can count on, that you can depend on. Stop focusing on what you don't have and focus on what you do have. And that um, takes us to pretty much our word for this weekend. And it comes from Mark 14. And it talks about a woman anoints Jesus with perfume. And I'm just going to read verse number three through five and share with you what the Lord had given me the other day. While he was in Bethany reclining at the table in the home of a man known as Simon the leper, a woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume made of pure nard. So what she had was expensive and it was pure. She broke the jar. So she broke the expensive and pure jar and poured the perfume on his head. Some of those present were saying indignantly to one another, why this waste of perfume? It could have been sold for more than a year's wages and the money given to the to the poor. And they rebuked her harshly. She broke it. And she was rebuked as a result. She broke it. Hmm. She broke it. As I was listening to... Um, the guy, I, I call him, he's one of my, I guess he's like my Zoom pastor. You know, I've got internet pastors. He's my Zoom pastor, uh, Brother Sean. Uh, he did the 90-day the Bible, and now he's doing uh, 90 days of purpose. And I think today we're on like day 34 or 35 or something like that. Uh, he starts it at 6.45 in the morning. He goes until about 7.15, but he talks about 
basically finding your purpose. And he used scripture. So as he was reading this passage the other day, he talked about the woman and how when she broke the jar, it was with no intention. When you break something, it's with no intention of putting it back in. And so he was talking about basically when she broke the jar, she had no intention of putting anything back in to the jar after she broke it. And he continued to talk about that from a spiritual standpoint more and more. And I can't tell you that I got all of what he said because as he was talking, I heard the word desperate, desperate. And the Holy Spirit began to speak to me about when you break something to get at the contents of it, right? It's because you're desperate. You're desperate in the broken place. You're desperate. That's what the Holy Spirit began to minister to me. And so when she broke the jar to get to the expensive nard, to anoint Jesus, it was through desperation. Sean was talking about she broke it with the intent of never putting it back in because she wanted to get to it. I heard the word desperate. That's how revelation comes. The way God gives it to one person, that's their revelation. And you can take hold of that. And I did, I I got it. But God had my mind going somewhere else. There's desperate desperation in broken places. There's desperation in broken places. The Bible even says that God is closest to the broken hearted. Why is God closest to the broken hearted? Because there's desperation that comes when something is broken. If you've never been broken, and I pray that you haven't been. But I know that if you keep living, as my mother used to tell me, just keep living and you will be. Life has a way of breaking The kindest people. Life has a way of breaking the most humble people. Life has a way of breaking the richest people. Life has a way of breaking people. That's just the way life is. Why is life like that, Danita? (laughs) You know, you might say I'm a kind person. I'm a good person, right? I don't bother anybody, you know. I don't want anybody bothering me. You know, I work hard. I pray. I pay. Yada. You know, we could go on and on and on and on. But don't, no matter who you are, No matter what you have, life happens to us all, right? The death of a loved one, it happens to us all, right? 
the pain of divorce and separation. It happens. The pain of a wayward child. It happens. Drug abuse, alcohol addiction, right? It happens. Sickness and infirmity sometimes comes upon us. It happens. You know, we lose material things, right? Houses foreclosed, jobs lay off or close shop, you know, um, manufacturing plants close. It happens, right? Pandemic. Who would have thought? But guess what? <laughs> it happens. Life happens to us all. But there's something that comes from a place of brokenness. And I can only speak from experience of how broken things, broken things, Jesus said, she has done a beautiful thing to me. Then he goes on to say, she did what she could. She poured perfume on my body beforehand to prepare for my burial. I tell you the truth, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. It was in her willing to break what was dear to her to give to God that he said that he would remember her. Jesus. It was her willingness to break in front of him. She broke it in front of him. It was her willingness to break in front of him. It was her willingness to break in front of him. That he said that she would be remembered. It's okay to break. It's okay to be so desperate for God that you're willing to allow yourself to be broken in his presence. I remember years ago in the room I'm sitting in now, if you allow me to testify just for a moment, and I was so broken. And I remember asking God in that moment, will you ever be able to put me back together again? I remember asking God, will you ever be able to put me back together again because I was so broken. But it was in that broken place that I found God. 
always knew God, but it was in that place of brokenness that I know that I know that God remembered me because see your brokenness, your sign of desperation allows you to get so close and so intimate with who he is in the fullness of who he is. So that when he says he's a comforter, it's in your broken place. You understand the comfort that only God can give. When he says that he's a provider, it's in your brokenness. Do you really understand the way that God begins to navigate and orchestrate your life so that he shows you how much of a provider he really is? It's in your brokenness. Oh, my God. It's in your brokenness. When your heart is broken. When you've got physical things going on in your body. Who Jesus, that when you say he is Jehovah Rapha, do you come to the fullness of his healing power, his healing power to mend your broken heart? His his healing power, either through supernatural healing or. Or through the knowledge and wisdom of doctors to to heal your body. Do you understand who Jehovah Rapha is? It is in your brokenness that you become desperate for God. You know, when people say, I'm I'm going hard for this, I'm going hard for that. It's in your brokenness that you learn to go hard for God. That even if you don't feel like praying, you going to pray anyway. That even if you don't feel like saying, thank you, God, you muster up enough strength when you Tears in your eyes in the bed. You might not even feel like getting out of the bed, but you just say, thank you, God. There's something about the desperation of breaking things. When you can't get it open, when you can't get what is on the inside out of it. You know, you might tap it with a knife. You might run around and ask people who are stronger than you to open it up. You might get a towel and try to turn it. You do all sorts of things in desperation. But usually, if we really want the contents of something, we won't break it, right? Because we want what we want, what's in the inside. But when you don't want what's in the inside, because you trying to give it to God, then you're willing to let it be broken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are willing to let it break. You are willing to let it be broken. You know, the Holy Spirit just gave me the imagery of a pinata. Where inside of the pinata is candy, right? And so what happens is little children gather 
and they are blindfolded and they beat that pinata. They beat it. They're willing to let it be broken. Not so that they can get the candy, so to speak, even though they'll get some of it. But the other people come rushing in. The other kids come rushing in to get the candy. And I would say that when we allow ourselves to be broken, we are allowing God to get those things that are in us. We're allowing him to gather us up. (laughs) We are allowing him to pick up those pieces and put us back together. She wasn't trying to put it back in. But she understood the importance of it being broken, that it was an offering to God. It was an offering to God. There was nothing as expensive as it was. There was nothing that she needed from it. He, he was going to get it. He was going to get what was broken. I want to encourage somebody on today. And if you know somebody that's going through a hard time, share 